this is where my theme music would go. It's coming. It's coming. I swear. I swear. It's going to be like, I mean, like some old eighties disco kind of thing. I might just record you saying that. And that might be my theme. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, What a perfect way to begin. Yes. Uh, I was on Facebook the other day um, as listenership is growing. Thanks again, everybody for tuning in, downloading, subscribing, all that good stuff. Um, People are asking though, what, what is pain productions? And originally it just started as a way for me to connect with friends um, during distancing, Um, talk about nonsense and and just have some fun uh, while we were apart. And I still talk about a lot of nonsense, so that hasn't changed. And most of my guests do have a connection still to Champaign, Illinois, ergo Pain Productions. But as this evolves, I want to focus more on the people that make this community so special. I started that off with uh, John Eisberg, who's a local filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And today, former guest, by the way, if you've, uh, it is on our, on our podcast page. If you have tuned in to the best movie dancings episode, <laughs> you may recognize the voice of Champagne's favorite flower child, Andrea Hunt Shelton. <laughs> Thanks mouse, for joining me. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to be here. Finally, this was a, this was <laughs> a task to get this scheduled. So I'm, I'm glad we got it finally nailed down. Right. That that's the behind the scenes stuff. Nobody knows is, you know, oh. that it, it took two months to, for this to happen, but I'm glad right. it finally did. <laughs> oh, me too. Me, I'm me too. A lot of moving parts in my life right now. I kind of, it's like a, <laughs> a crazy game of lining up all my ducks and squirrels and all the things I got going on in my life right now to, to make all these things work. So, <laughs> and that's the perfect way to kick off because you have amazing, huge, exciting news for the community. Yeah. Let us hear it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm humble now. No. So I'm, I've been trying, I knew I've been out. Um, 2020 was an, an amazing year for not just myself as a florist, but florists in general. Like mm. I joke that, that florists were winning 2020. It was, um, it, even though, you know, event florists took a really hard hit, but anybody that was doing everyday florals, um, unfortunately, uh, sympathy florals, um, we just, we were bombarded with orders. People as the, as everyone else shut down, one of the only ways to communicate with family and friends was sending flowers. And I, you know, I was here for it all, (laughs) for it all. I'm like, absolutely. Yes. Um, You know, we couldn't deliver for a while, but then once we got the, it opened up that we could just do um, non-contact deliveries. People were just going gangbusters and it was amazing. Um, It was an amazing year. I quadrupled in sales from the year prior. Um, Yeah. And I just have absolutely outgrown my space. So I've been a floral uh, studio florist, basically working out of my studio garage Mm -hmm. um, for the last nine years. It's moved around with me. I've moved a lot in the last nine years and it's been an amazing career because wherever you go, there you are with your flowers. (laughs) You can can do it anywhere. Um, But it has just gotten to the point. It's become very, very clear that as I have two two employees now um i'm doing two or three weddings a month now i've just completely outgrown my space it's overflowing into my house my basement is full of all my rental equipment now and um (laughs) it's uh it's consuming you it's consuming me yes and my family and my kids and like people come and pick up like bougie floral arrangements and they're like stepping over a tractor and a kid's hanging on my leg and the cat's running around i'm like i swear i'm a professional (laughs) (laughs) um 
But anyway, so I've been looking since early this year for a spot to open my flower shop. Um, it's been more difficult than than I imagined. Um, there's just a lot of elements that you have to have. One being a walk-in cooler, um, but also mm. a display cooler. Um, you have to have enough space, um, you know, to do back of the house stuff, front of the house stuff. But I've always knew that I didn't want to just open a flower shop. It always needed to have double, if not triple streams of revenue, right? I mean, opening right. a flower shop is one of the hardest things. A lot of them fail because you go from basically no overhead to <laughs> like 10 times the overhead. You know, I have no <laughs> rent. I have, I have my house pays my utilities. Um, so it's a huge leap to do it, but I, I wanted to set myself up for success in that I wanted to have multiple streams of revenue. So dun, 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 the CU flower house was born. Yes. Yay! Um, I was going to do a drum roll, but I have nothing really to pound on. The CU Flower House. So Champaign-Urbana Flower House. Um, it's going to be a flower shop. It's going to be event rentals. It's going to be a private dining table Ooh. for up to 20, 25 people. Um, and then it's also a co-op. All right. So um, the co-op part really came on board once I found the space that I really wanted because it's giant and I, I really can't afford it <laughs> <laughs> on my own. I was like, but you know, and they, the company that owns it was amazing. And they're like, you know, we'll wall off a thousand square feet of this. Cause it's really just a thousand square feet too much. And that's a lot. <laughs> Go um, all in. And, yeah. But you know me, <laughs> right. I mean, I'm like, no, no, I'll slash, make it. <laughs> slash basketball court. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's huge. But um, it's a former restaurant. So um, it had a walk-in cooler. So just walking in like that off the bat, I was like, oh my God, this is saving me like $15,000, $20,000 just off yeah, that. No kidding. Um, and a whole bunch of worry and trouble. And I talked to a couple different um, refrigeration companies in town and tried to get quotes and a company in St. Louis that was going to come do it. And I'm like, man, I, I don't want to spend $20,000 on just a cooler. <laughs> I want to spend that on my build out and but not the ugly build-up part, the pretty part in front. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this really worked out. So it's the former B1 restaurant on Neal Street, the mm -hmm. old Korean restaurant, uh, right next to Old Town Deli, right next to um, Smoothie King. Yeah. Right, right across from Starbucks and Checkered Moon. It's all tucked right in there with all that business with Harvest Market. Um, so yeah, it's um, the... I'm having a custom table built. So it's this big, long, giant table that's going to be for my display during the day. But then Friday, Saturday, um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, you can rent the table and have it catered. So nice. small dinner parties, bachelor yeah. parties, birthday parties, um, just a night out with your friends. Um, you don't I'm have to clean up the tractors. You, you know, to... let's just go eat somewhere else <laughs> yeah. exactly. and, and have it be well, pretty. And it's a way to like, I've talked to a couple of different caterers in town and they're all excited about it. Um, there's there, no cooking or anything like that is going to take place at, right. at the shop. So it's all going to be catered in. It's going to be BYOB, um, but it's going to be this Alice in Wonderland-esque dying among the flowers and dripping with flowers and chandeliers and floral installations. Um, so something different, something, you know, and even knock, knock on wood, COVID's not going to take us down again, but... I'm setting myself up so that if, you know, we do tighten up again, I'm still going to be able to have this little spot where people can come and still gather with small groups of people and, and, um, enjoy life a little bit. That's in a, lovely. In a private little space. And I've always wanted like one of those, I used, I 
uh, I don't know if you ever saw the TV show Parenthood. Did you ever see that one? Remember that's all right it wasn't that great but it oh wait wait, wait. i did okay yes, i saw it a few was, episodes uh, of it hayden hayden t nelson no craig t nelson okay yeah um but they had like this whole big family and they all got together in their backyard and they had like this giant huge like outdoor chunky like table and i was always mad jealous of it because i'm like we're you know, they're in California, you know, I can't have an all weather table in my backyard or else it's going to be it. <laughs> but I've always wanted like one of those long, like stretch out, invite everybody and their kids, you know, and just have that full communal thing. That's just really awesome. Yeah, this is it. This is it. So, so yeah, it'll just be like a booking fee for the table. And then you'll, we'll have some premier caterers that we work with. And then you just mm-hmm. contact them and you build your own tasting menu price per person. Um, or you pay for the whole thing, you know, for a rehearsal dinner, whatever it is, but it's always, I'm buying like big giant crystal chandeliers that are going to hang throughout the spot. And yeah. Um, yeah. That's what's up. Exciting yeah. places like that. That's champagne. That's yeah. what I'm talking That's champagne. About. That's champagne. That's fame production. Um, but then, so then the final component of it is a co-op where I'm going to rent space um, to other small business entrepreneurs that don't have a storefront. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of us in this event industry, um, you know, calligraphers and photographers and um, videographers. Uh, they, the space is going to be rentable. There's going to be a ton of different consultation, not a ton, but four to five different consultation spaces that you can, um, you know, book on a, a monthly basis. It's a monthly like rental. Yeah. And then you get unlimited consultations. You get two photo shoots in the space per month. Um, we're going to have coffee, wine, and beer that we can hand out to our clients that everybody chips into yeah. the month. And yeah, so it's just going to be this kind of community over competition vibe where we're all helping each other and um, sharing employees if we need to. I already have um, two companies that we don't have leases signed yet, but so I'm not going to say their names yet, but we have two, sure. two companies that one of which is taking the biggest chunk. There's um, four different tiers of booking. So there's a 150, a 350, a 600, and an 1100. Okay. I've already gotten a, an 1100 and a 600 booked. So nice. We're filled. Um, there's one more 600 spot. And then the 150s are, and 350s are for wall space to hang your art to. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, no, because I think, again, this past year's taught us that not everything needs a place. You know, you, you can get by going by yeah. here and there, but when it's time to meet with clients again, you need a spot <laughs> and like, you might not want to dive all the way in and get like a, so yeah. And when you mentioned like photographers and things like that, you guys can share a lot of client base too. I mean, how mm-hmm. convenient would that be <laughs> to come Absolutely. and, and yeah, stop shop reference right? and, um, you know, there's going to be a big flat screen TV where all photographers can constantly show their work when they're doing their consultations. Same with videographers. Um, yeah, I just kept talking to, I mean, it, it's only, it's typically just other moms, but obviously it's not just a female run operation mm-hmm. they're invited as well. Um, <laughs> but I kept talking to these other moms that are also killing it. And, but like a calligrapher was like, I handed off like five thousand dollars worth of inv- invitations to a mom that came and picked them up out of my garage. Right. And like she stepped on the exactly. toy and my <laughs> kids are screaming. I mean, same thing. I'm like, same, same. And then I talked to another mom that's um, a baker, 
And she's like, yeah, I can't, I, I you know, like opera, I operate out of Tuscola. So nobody's coming down there. Um, but same thing. I've always got like a kid on my hip and I'm handing off things. Yeah. And I'm just ready to take it to the next level. But, you know, I'm, I'm taking a lot of risk in setting this whole thing up for everybody, but I think it's going to, I think it's going to pay off. There's going to be a lot of rewards. So. Yeah. We might just set up a podcast studio in there at some point in time too. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you can. <laughs> All right. So let's kind of take it back a little bit further. So how did you come about, you know, doing this as your passion? I mean, I always knew you, you know, were an artistic person growing up and, and, you know, very creative, but what made the transition to flowers? Like how how did that come about? Yeah, you well, um, so yeah, I went to school to be uh, for musical theater, I, and I lived in New York for a while. I lived in Chicago and LA, and um, thought I mean it was my passion singing and dancing and mm-hmm. acting. And, um, when, but from that, so I'm like, how far back do I go here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was still pursuing that living in New York city 20 years ago tomorrow. Um, and I was out there for nine 11 and I was waiting tables. I was no longer in school. I was, I was caught kind of in the New York city, trying to be an actress rat race at mm-hmm. 21, um, having the time of my life, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> waitressing just to pay rent. And then if I didn't waitress, then I couldn't pay rent and then I couldn't audition for anything, but I had to waiter so much that I couldn't audition because I didn't have any time. And then if I got into something, I wasn't going to get paid for it. So the it snake was the, eating its tail. Yeah. Yeah. That was me hundred yeah. percent. Um, and so when September 11th happened, I was actually living in, in New York city and I, I, like everyone was, I was just scared to death yeah. and my family was scared to death. And we were like, let's just, I can pack it up coming home. I didn't actually even pack up. I just came home always thinking that I was going to go back. Like I left an entire apartment full of stuff. It's, I've been thinking a lot about 9-11, you know, with it coming up on 20 years, which I can't believe it is. Um, But yeah, I I couldn't even take a plane out. I couldn't, and I had no car living in New York city. And I, um, we had to take a train back. That was the only way to get out of the city because all the planes were still shut down. And it was within about a week that I got out. Um, like I said, left everything there. Cause I'd always plan on going back once it settled, but then I moved to Chicago and life started there. And I, I got into the event industry through restaurants, um, left the waitressing scene, kind of moved into management, into event coordinating. And, uh, and then I did that for the next, I guess it was probably like six years. Um, that led me out to LA. I moved out there with a, a China girl management to work on their event department in a, a restaurant in on Sunset Boulevard. Um, but like most people, I just kind of started to get worn out of the restaurant industry and working at nights and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was actually, I married a guy from Urbana um, and we moved down to San Diego and then we went through a really nasty divorce. So without being <laughs> long, long-winded and drawn out here, yeah, we don't um, have to spill all the tea, you know. We don't have to spill all the tea, but it it I I was um running his business and I left my career that I was still in in the event industry and I was time though I wanted to get out, but I took over running his business and doing his marketing and doing his books and um quite literally shoveling his horseshit, <laughs> <He's an equestrian. laughs> um grooming his horses, just making all of his dreams come true, and then we um we went through a really nasty divorce and it left me just totally empty headed. I was just, I mean, like literally stood no job, no husband, 
he left with my best friend. So no best friend, um, just really heartbreaking stuff. And it really, I threw me into this rock bottom that I had no, idea. it, it blindsided me. I didn't know it was coming. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have a job, had a little bit of money from our divorce, but from that, I took that money and took a floral class just cause I couldn't think of what else I wanted to do. I always wanted to be a florist. I always wanted to do art again. And I really just wanted to do something beautiful just to make myself happy. That was just for me. And I uh, went to the San Diego school of floral design. And after a couple of weeks, um, the instructor was like, you, you've got this, you could do this. And it really just gave me this little boost of confidence that I hadn't had for years. Right. In my previous marriage. And I was like, I can, okay. <laughs> I support, can. support. And all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, I could do this for me. Like just me, yeah. not for my husband, not for somebody else. Not, I could do this to better myself, not anybody else. And then, I mean, so that was in 2012 and it just never stopped growing. It just, I'm a prime example of one of those things that if you work at something you love a little bit every single day, and that's what I did. I just, whether it was picking flowers, you know, in the yard or sneaking into the Carlsbad flower market when I didn't have a license and finding people <laughs> that would sell flowers to me when I didn't have a license. I'm like, this is cool, right? <laughs> it was not cool with some people, but I could like make eye contact. Usually would be like, come on, I'll sell to you. I'm like, yes. Um, and then people just, people knew how heartbroken I was and lost. So people out there in San Diego really took care of me and they wanted, wanted to see me succeed. So they would order flowers from me, even when they were ugly as shit. I look, <laughs> I look back at, I have a, photo of my first event that I ever did, which was a little boy's baby shower. And that mm -mm. <laughs> flowers, I'm sorry, whoever you were, <laughs> that was not good shit. Um, but so, yeah, it just, I just kept working on it, kept working at it, kept working at it. And it, like I said, it's followed me around. I, I moved to Hawaii and I was a florist in Hawaii for a little bit. Um, but then from Hawaii, I knew I wanted to come home to Champaign and I always knew that Champaign was going to it was going to where I wanted to root my business. I knew I'd have support here. I knew I would take it to the next level. I didn't know how supportive Champagne was going to be. It's been amazing. We love you. <laughs> it's been really amazing to have my dream flourish. No pun intended. Or maybe, uh, I was maybe about to say, intended. look how you tied that up. <laughs> but you really still bloomed here in Champagne. <laughs> but you still kind of get into, uh, you know, the dramatic. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but what's, what's the show you've done where like people are actually wearing flowers and it's oh, like, yeah. a whole, like, to me, Florotica. that's still like showbiz kind of oh, yeah. fashion kind of, what is it? It's called Floratica. It's, um, yeah. it's the yearly fundraiser for the Garfield park conservatory in Chicago. Yes. And it's like the highlight of my year. Um, it's funny. And I say to my family all the time, I'm like, this is just such, this dream has come true even more so than I pictured at first, because I still get to be a drama queen through my flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be on the stage and I may not, you know, but I still get to be dramatic and flamboyant. And I mean, all of the, the things that my personality has always been, and they just now get put into flowers, which it seems more mature. It seems right. like I need to, like exactly. grow up a little bit, exactly. <laughs> not play dress up anymore, but I get to do it. But you can make other people do that. That is yeah. so cool. Well, that was the thing. I when I was deciding whether or not I really wanted to go for this, I'm like, I mean, it, this makes me happy. It fulfills a need in my life. It makes the people that order flowers happy because they're making somebody else happy. Um, and then it makes the people that receive the flowers happy. I'm like, what? Why? Where's the Where's the loss here? Exactly. Like, how, it's such an amazing job to be able to do it. 
um, you know, I'm definitely going to have to tighten, tighten my boat, tighten up my, my reins here, um, on the amount of flowers that I've, you know, I've always never had, I've never had an overhead. So I've just been able to give away <laughs> as much <laughs> as I want, but still make money. Um, so yeah, I mean, now that I have a couple staff members with me that have been florists in the past, they're like, okay, we need to tighten up the ship a little bit here, <laughs> um, which is fine. It's, you know, my motto will always be a couple extra blooms and everything for everybody little extra love when you need it. Um, always customer service first above and beyond, you know, we'll, I have a, I just played it for my newest employee the other day. I've saved this, uh, voicemail from 2020. It was, uh, the Valentine's day. I was still delivering by myself at six 30 at night. And I went and delivered to this little, um, she was my last delivery. It was a blizzard outside freezing cold <laughs> 6 30 at night i should play should i play it because it's an audio thing oh yeah absolutely oh my gosh i mean if we have time it's the cutest thing ever i'd forgotten about time. it we always have time. We have time but i um i've always saved this and i've always told my employees i play it for i've had three now and i play it for them i'm like this is a hunt design and this will always be a hunt design um no matter how big we get this is how our customer service is always going to roll so that we get things like this Hi, this is Minnie Pearson. I live at 1904. I had a young lady deliver flowers to me about 10 or 15 minutes ago. I just wanted to report what a wonderful, awesome person she is. She was so very considerate, courtesy. She did me a favor. I really appreciate it. I just wanted to, her to know or whoever her supervisor is that she is really an asset to the uh, the company. Uh, I am so pleased she went out and got my mail for, for me, knowing that I was a senior citizen. Uh, I just wish the world could be that kind. She didn't have to do that. She did. And she surprised me. And I'm so full of love for her right now. So <laughs> she just delivered flowers uh, around a little bit before five o'clock. And so thanks to her so much. All right. Bye-bye. That's so sweet. Because like it. you can tell that like she's so flooded with emotion that she's almost even stumbling over her words, but you can still hear exactly how she wants to convey it. You know I mean? It's yeah. like, she just had to get it out there. And I also love the fact that she thought you had like a team of a thousand deliveries. Yeah. I was like, no, I just made and delivered that myself. Got to, got to specify the time in case you can find the girl. I don't know if you can, but yes. I just love that she, you know, this huge operation, someone took the time out to be kind of to her, but she was just exploding. Yeah. And I don't mean to share that in, as like a boastful, like an ego trip for me in any way, shape or form, but it, it just, it, it blew me away that she was so surprised by kindness. I was like, yeah. no, I wish we weren't all, I mean, she was a little old because she, she answered the door and I was living, I was standing there. I kind of startled her, but she had like boots and coats and, and she was like, Oh, I was just getting ready to go out and get my mail and her mailbox is all the way at the end of the street. So I delivered the flowers and I went to get in my car and I'm like, go get that woman's mail for her. <laughs> she does not need to walk out here. So I got, I just got her mail and I went back up. I'm like, here's your mail. And I want, I mean, that's kind of been always my thing with flowers. I want to surprise. I don't, 
it's just how we all need to take care of each other. Like the world would be such a better place if everyone just took the time to think, hey, how could I help? Not because I'm going to get anything in return, but just do the right thing, man. <laughs> yes. I feel like we live in a generation that doesn't always think of others than, you know, I don't know. Is that also what kind of let you led you to um because you do a really sweet program for um like the uh senior community as well is that kind of what kind of sparked that then was that interaction Mm -hmm. well not not necessarily that one i had i had started the cu pedal project before that um the pedal project really just came out of when i wasn't as busy as i am now i would you know florist one of their struggles is you have to buy flowers at the beginning of the week and you have Mm -hmm. to for them whether or not you sell them or not right um so when i was much slower um or when i would have flowers left over from a wedding i would have all these flowers in my shop and i'm like well now what and i used to do little um if i had leftover flowers not wedding flowers but just over ordering kind of thing i would do um flash sales which were a were a big hit I kind of, I stopped doing flash sales though. Cause then everyone would only want to order a flash sale. <laughs> These are my cheap flowers that I can't sell friends. Like I don't want to only flash sales. Um, but I really don't have them anymore because I'm bus- much busier now, but um, I would just take my kids and we, I would let, I would teach them how to make little flower arrangements. Cause they always want to do it anyway. Um, and then we, I've always had this thing for old people. I, I don't know what it is. I just love old people. <laughs> I think it's maybe because I lost my grandparents all, when I was, they were all in their seventies. I didn't get to spend, a, you know, an extra 20 years with them. Right. Um, so we would, I would take them with my boys to nursing homes and then just go visit with old people and give them flowers. And it was a way to teach my kids generosity and thinking of others and not expect anything in return. Like it wasn't same thing with lonely, we call them lonely day bouquets. I didn't coin that, but it's a, an industry thing. We would take them and we would go downtown and leave little bouquets with signs that say, take me home and, mm-hmm. I'm yours and I'm free. And then I would teach my boy, we would sit back and my nieces too, and just watch people, you know, and like one of the nieces would always be like, I want to tell them I made it. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not, <laughs> yeah. you don't need anything. Just you have to have your joy be their joy, right? Like right. you don't have to, you don't have, there's no, it doesn't always have to be reward for you. Just think about how, how good it makes you feel to see them smile. Exactly. So it's a way to teach kids generosity and empathy and compassion for others and what people are you know going through on a daily basis. And flowers can do that. Flowers, they make people happy. I mean, especially when you surprise them. So CU Petal Project was born out of um, just that extra use of flowers, teaching, oh boy, my doorbell just ran. Um, <laughs> Uh, see, these are things I don't have to worry about when I'm in the shop, right? Exactly. <laughs> the doorbell just ran. I don't have to go get it. Um, but yeah, so then back before COVID, we would do the CU pedal projects and we would take like 25 little arrangements that the kids got to make. I mean, they were never, they were cute, but they were made with right. love and right. old people didn't care. And we'd walk around nursing homes with like 10 kids and they'd all go into separate rooms and chit chat. And, you know, I mean, the old people just ate it up. They just loved oh, to yeah. talk and wanted to talk about their day or their week or back when they were young and their flowers in their garden. And Mm -hmm. it just brought all this light and love to people. And, you know, it took two hours out of our day. You know, we would do it on a Sunday or a Monday. And when the kids weren't in school, things had a button up because of COVID, but we are still able to do it. And I started having people donate money just to the project. So when I didn't have flowers or weddings, because it all shut down, you know, I had a handful of people just donate a couple hundred bucks and I'd go buy flowers and bunch of people donated flowers or donated vases after it was on um 
WCIA did a little spread on it and sort of the news gazette. And I was pretty famous for a week. <laughs> we also filled my need to be famous. <laughs> oh, well, now uh, you're on paying production. So, I mean, I mean, big time. I just told my, uh, my assistant, I was like, I'm doing a podcast. No yeah. Kind of a big deal, but um, no. So it, it's, um, I have a ton of people. I have a newsletter that I've just been waiting to send out for, to keep, get the pedal project going again. Um, but it's big. It became so big. I couldn't invite just all these strangers to my house. So it's another reason why I right. couldn't wait to open a shop so that I can have all these kiddos in. I've got hundreds of donated vases just waiting to put flowers in with the kiddos. And it's still, kind of the they're still on lockdown. So the kids can still walk into the lobby with me now with masks on and we leave them. Um, but we're not able to go into the individual rooms yeah. anymore, unfortunately, but we'll get there one day, one day, one day. All right. Now let's get into advice. Um, okay. You know, I'm not stereotyping here. This isn't just like a big dumb galoot guy question. A lot of people just don't know exactly what they want until they see it. I always either text you or, or, you know, I need something pretty, you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I, wish I know you can do, but like, what is the advice for the person that goes in? Nah, I don't know. You know, does it come in with a color palette? You know, like what, what's the advice? What do you tell people that know nothing? It's like when I try to buy wine, I just, I pick the label, you know, like yeah. I, I give, give a little one-on-one on, on how someone can go into, you know, buying something for someone special. Well, you know, if you know something that somebody likes off the top, that that's always helpful. You know, like if I have um, one family that knows their daughter loves yellow roses. So I always make sure that I add yellow roses into her arrangement. But for the most part, the best way to order flowers from a florist is designer's choice. Because if you're working with an artist, it is, you're always going to get the prettiest thing when you just say, make it pretty, honestly, because it, it's let, it lets us as artists just do our thing. When we have too many, like, we want two of these and two of these, and then, and then it gets contrived. Sorry, I guess you can't see me. I'm doing a lot of hand motions right now. <laughs> like lots of robot things <laughs> it kind of was little little touch of uh tetris and a, and yes. a lot of robot um so i've always been a designer's choice florist and that's really been because i'm a studio florist so i don't have a website where you can just pick something out and say this is what i want um and a lot of people don't know that on the websites where it has um like pictures of the like sending lots of love or sunshine and roses like those mm. those are um floral gathering websites so those are companies like ftd that says this is what this bouquet will look like you order it for that amount unfortunately ftd gets a huge chunk of it and then they give whatever's left to the florist to make <laughs> to then deliver so you're never getting anything that's custom you're never getting exactly what's in that picture um they try florists try to but right um it's like when I come in with my haircut and I'm like, you know, make me look like Brad Pitt. And then yeah. like, I, I get, okay. I got a haircut. <laughs> they tried. <Close. laughs> oh, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm never going to never, it's hard. There, it brings a lot of volume because a lot of people don't know really how 1-800-Flowers and FTD and um, you know, companies like that work. It's mm -hmm. really, it's, um, it brings a lot of volume to florists, but it's, it really kind of takes away the creativity and the individuality of the designer right. and the artist. So I really always want to stay, uh, um, not do any kind of order gathering sites like that. 
it's a necessary mean, evil so to speak not evil but you know yeah the term, it is it the is term. yeah i mean because because of the marketing that 1-800-Flowers has done right. they're a multi multi-million dollar company and they've put a lot of florists out of work because they take so much of the overhead mm. just for to cover their marketing um but for, I mean, on the backside, you hear there's so many interfloral conversations that are like, ah, I can't do these anymore. They're so ugly and we get no money. For them. <laughs> I don't want to be attached to that. I don't want to be attached to it. But, you know, you have to sign a contract and you have to stay with it. And it's nothing I really want to get into. Um, but moving forward on my um, web page, on my website, um, you're going to be able to order and pay for everything now instead of the invoicing process, which I've always done. That's always just helped me control what I'm able to put out because I've always been so small. Um, but on Instagram, you're also, we're going to have daily pretties. So every day there's going to be daily pretties that are things that are made up and in the shop ready to go. And you can buy them right on Instagram and they'll get delivered out to you. Or you can come in and custom design something with one of my or myself. Um, but they'll um, um, now that I have a storefront. So, yeah. Yeah. so are you going to change your you social media at all with the new, um, with the new place? Or are you going to have a secondary one or is that all just going to be under a hunt design or well, I want to so, make sure people can find you? I know. Yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be called the CU flower house by a hunt design. So, um, okay, so you design, still use the social. Yeah. Cause it's, you're the power behind the, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, I like it. I'll still have a hunt design. Um, the CU flower house will have its own Instagram page now. Um, but the hub, what the main website will always still be a hunt design, but then the new information will be underneath it. Um, but all of the different co-ops, they're all going to have links on the website and then it'll take you directly to their websites. So any booking that you do has nothing to do with a hunt design or the flower house. It's just a, a launch pad. For sure. These companies. And to put a bow on that last question, try to figure out a way to work into a conversation with either your, uh, your partner or your, your mom or someone like, what's, what is your favorite flower? You know, like I never knew that doesn't, don't do it like two days before mother's day, but like, yeah. you know, just sporadically somewhere. Yeah. And I've been using notes on my phone. I, I, I I'm like one of the last people nope, I to still realize how, how I useful don't. <laughs> it is. Cause I have it. And like, you know, I'm like, Oh man, I got to remember this podcast idea. I got to remember this podcast idea. Six things happen. It's gone for weeks. So yeah, just, just bring it up in conversation, put it in a note, you know, that's yeah. just a little, you know, whatever. Well, <clears throat> and I have, I have something too, that's called the flower club, which if you join it, I gather that information for you. So Boom. if it's, you know, like I have a guy that, uh, just ordered flowers for uh, his wife's, it's going to be her birthday gift that she's going to get a bouquet every month for the next year. He's paying for it all up front. Nice. But in that, in those beginning conversations and you get some a hunt design swag with it, it has free delivery, free vase rentals, 10% upgrade on flowers. Um, but in that, in those initial conversations, I ask like, you know, whomever the recipient is, who, what's their favorite color? What's their favorite flower? Ah. Are they more boho? Are they more modern? So I take care of all that. You got it all figured out. <laughs> so, okay. Go, but then I just brought up Mother's Day. Um, is that the busiest time of the year or is it Valentine's Day or is it something else that I've not thought of? No, it's, it's Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. I mean, those are the two. Those are the two where it's just like, don't talk to me for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I look at some other floors on time online 
I mean, somebody like showed on, on their social media, a prep of their cooler, 14,000 arrangements they had ready to go. 14,000. I mean, granted it was in like New York city. I'm like, I don't even know how, (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) are you talking about? Um, But yeah, I mean, it can be that and it can be that in Champaign. I mean, I've heard stories of other florists in town, smaller, small, well, not small. I shouldn't say that, but um, you know, single store florists that are just, that just crush it. So, I mean, I jumped last year. um, I, you know, I used to set goals like back. I'm like, I want to do 20 arrangements for Valentine's day. I'll set that goal. And I met it. I would always meet it, exceed a few. um, And then I set it to 30 the next year. And then Last year I did 120. No, (laughs) by yourself that's a lot. Compared to other florists, they do that, you know, in the first half of the day, kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it's just a matter of a well-oiled machine on those holidays, and just you got everything prepped and ready to go, and everything's green, and everything's, you know, all your cards are done. I handwrite all my cards, which I. I have said I'm always going to do no matter how busy I get, but <laughs> my fingers are getting tired these days. <laughs> and you're towny. So how many of those, um, you say 120, but you got to have at least three or four favorite calls, don't you? You got to oh, yeah. have a couple. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but you're my girl. Come on. Oh, yeah. Me. I always like on the back end, like the day of, I'm like, I know so-and-so is going to call today. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. Sure. I've always got like 15 that are like that day before. Which is every florist panic. They're like, they're, the orders aren't coming. They aren't coming. And then sure enough, like you do yeah. wait until like mm. two days before and you're like, we need seven arrangements for <laughs> my mom and my sister. and my. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. We're here for you. Oh yeah. When I worked in uh, for a country radio station, I, you'd be surprised how many friends touch base with you when someone big's coming to town. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Hey, oh, hey, how'd be hey, bad. Yeah. Like, kids yeah. right you got them um by the way i heard Garth's <laughs> coming in oh yeah hey <laughs> what are some of like the oddest requests have you had any like really off the wall stuff or just like either event wise or arrangement wise is anybody really kind of blown you away with like what they were asking you to do no you know what not really i've been because i really set like a a, a pretty strong stance on i'm a uh, a designer choice arrangement maker right all designer like they there's really not a lot of there is wiggle room like and I, if you're giving me enough time i love the challenge like i have one client in town his wife loves red and yellow that's not a common flower combination <laughs> that you always <laughs> have in the mcdonald's of it. yeah yeah very mcdonald's very ketchup and mustard mm-hmm. um but he has an awesome budget and he always gives me about two weeks notice of when the anniversary or birthday is coming up. And so I always, I love knocking it out of the park for them because it's, they give me enough time so I can order in some really cool shit that like a bunch of cool tropicals and things like that from Hawaii. And um, <clears throat> so no, I haven't, the strangest things that have ever popped up really are the cards. And I, I eventually put it on my website, like handwritten in capital letters, card to read dot, dot, semicolon. So, or colon. Dot dot is a colon or a semicolon. I usually do. Uh, I usually do the ellipses, the dot dot dot. But I don't like. But I don't know what it's called when it's just the dot and the dot. That's a colon or a semicolon? that is a colon. Yeah. Colon. Semicolon colon is two dots. Dot. Semicolon has a comma and the dot on top. So. Colon. Colon. 
<laughs> but then I always feel like I, I'm like setting them up to, oh, this poor girl hands write this card. So I'm just going to put a couple things in there. No, I have gotten some that are like <laughs> paragraphs long and I feel <laughs> bad. I'm like, I can't, that's uh, up one time. You got to start all over and then rewrite but it's that little extra touch that everybody loves. Well, it's an intimate moment too. Do you ever get any, uh, uh, I don't know if I should be writing this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, there was one, one time that was like, Oh dude, uh, uh, you are going too far with like, it was stalker style. Like, Oh, okay. I've been, yeah. Like he was on obviously sending flowers. Oh no, that is a crazy story. I had the craziest story I've ever had is when I was in Hawaii and I had this guy order flowers and deliver it handwritten card the card was a little creepy a little heavy um and i delivered it to a hairstylist at a salon and she received it and was like you can't see my face right now but it was like a real oh god (laughs) and she just kind of put them on the counter but then he ordered flowers for three more times and then finally the third time she's like i can't accept these she's like you have to tell him to stop sending me these these to me he's stalking me i am married i'm buying a police report on him like (laughs) (laughs) i was but then the guy always would be like, Hey, I just saw you deliver them. So he's also stuck. Oh. <laughs> I just saw you deliver them. What was her reaction? So this last time I had to be like, I got to back out of this guy. Like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on, but I completely forgot about that story. Yeah. But then, but then he tried to like start flirting with me and I'm like, I was about to say, did he pivot? Uh, yeah. Did I mean, he he was like, so anyway, thanks. And Hey, you're really pretty. I'm like, Nope, Nope. <laughs> not today. <laughs> Move along. Oh, started having my husband deliver my flowers for a while exactly <laughs> let's talk merch i saw you got merch you got fun merch you got all kinds of merchandise you got like yeah. cute things to to wear how was that process i've always wanted to have my own merch maybe i'm double fingers crossed someday but how is that do you get like all these samples and pick out stuff and like you know that it, it's got to be you but it's also you got to think about the consumer like do I go too crazy because it might be something I like, but maybe it's not for yeah. the general public. Like how, how did merch go? Well, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't, um, you know, I sold, I've sold almost everything that I purchased, but it was hard because you have to buy so many numbers. You have to buy so many quality, right. quantities of each one. And then, you know, you have to buy smalls and mediums and larges and extra larges. So I tried <laughs> exactly. to just buy like five of each to meet my minimum, but then I ran out of all of one size. So then I'm like, I have the extra small left if you want. <laughs> um, the original crop hoodie is the one that I wanted to design because of a, one of my favorite little spots in Hawaii um, had this adorable crop army green hoodie um, that I just loved. And then I was like, why? And they couldn't get it. They kept selling out of it and I couldn't get it mailed up here. I was like, well, why don't you just make your own? Right. Uh-oh. I got a fun logo. I got a fun give flowers and love just because a hunt design, like a cute little tag. So that started that. And I originally thought I would make these crops and I wanted my niece, Reagan's eldest, Reese, Reese the niece. She was a mm-hmm. freshman at Central and I wanted her to be my brand ambassador. And I was like, I want you, cause it's a crop hoodie. Like not a lot yeah. of adults are going to wear those, um, <laughs> but I wasn't, <laughs> God love you, Reese. But <laughs> I wasn't like, I don't know what it was. I just don't think that they were cool enough for I don't know. I thought I could hang with that like age group. Like, yeah, these are super cool. Everybody wants to wear them. She's like, mm, not so cool. <laughs> but now what they've turned into with the stuff that I do still have left over, I, I did sell out of all my big sweatshirts because they are super cozy. And when I open a shop again, I'm going to make more of those. So once the crops didn't sell, 
I got a longer, comfy, big version of it that everybody wanted. So I'm definitely going to order more of those. Um, but now with like the long sleeve tees and just short sleeve tees, when you join the flower club, um, you get those, like you get a piece of swag when yeah. you join with your membership. Um, but I've also given them away for fundraisers and um, different contests and things like that, that I've done online. So that's awesome. Okay. I mean, it's kind of, it was a little bit more of a headache than I'm not going to. Than you anticipated. <laughs> yeah. Was, just with the jug, then the, it was funny too, because my logo, when I first wanted to do it, was the colorful logo. And um, sorry, the hubs is calling. Um, I lost my screen. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, my logo. When I oh. uploaded it to the, to the company that was going to print them, they're like, yeah, your logo has 37 colors. <laughs> Our maximum is four. Right. Like, oh, so you can't print this? They're like, it's going to be like $200 per shirt if you want to print all of your... I was like, mm. so then I had to make everything black and white, which ended up being really cute anyway, so... Exactly. Do stickers, do stickers. Those I are... Wanna... I do. You have stickers? I do stickers. Uh, well, okay. I have like... I made these cute stickers that just go on. Um, oh, sure. Everybody can't see them, but they're just, it's like, yeah, it goes on packages. But yeah, I do want to do cute little ones that. Yeah, because those you can do survive. pretty much just if you have the the JPEG or whatever, you know, there's companies that'll rifle a bunch. They won't charge you the same as like printing costs, you know, for fabrics and and to, to do screen printing. And yeah, that's a nightmare. But stickers, everybody has stickers. I got them all over my computer. I got them all, you know, everywhere. Yeah. I love stickers. I'll always yeah. take stickers. We I think that's sticker. my jumping off point. Perfect. Then yeah, start with stickers. stickers. My, one of our favorite, uh, my husband's guitar case, one of them is covered in stickers from everywhere that we travel. So yeah, we're, we're a big sticker family too. Absolutely. We like everything with stickers. So. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go. You're a busy, busy woman. You got a <laughs> lot going on. We were trying to even get on. And then, you know, it's like, oh, I got three more orders coming everybody wants everybody wants a piece of hunt design so i'm glad that i got my little segment with you now awesome and now the worldwide phenomenon literally worldwide i got listeners in indonesia now i got listeners in singapore like that's so awesome i'm so proud of you like i'm telling you you keep that keep working at something a little bit every day and it grows into something pretty amazing so you're doing it and you're a part of that process so thank you so much yay you're so welcome.